And I think that was an incredible way to put that. And those of you who are just joining us, we are chatting with uh, Donnie Richard from Brattleboro Retreat up in Vermont. And he's talking to us about the the uh, inpatient. It's not really an inpatient program, but it's a residential program. I mean, how do you define that, Donnie, before I go on? Sure. It's, a, it's an intensive outpatient program. So it's partial hospitalization. Uh, the fact that many of our patients, clients come from out of state, we do offer housing on campus yeah. and then right up the road. So sure. so it's not, not quite inpatient, but they're together all day. So my, my question really was this. I mean, you, you just did a great job of outlining for us how our body, uh, you know, holds on to that stress. And I think your analogy, as Kelly mentioned, was really uh, an awesome way to put that. But let me kind of ask you this question. Is there a common theme or is there a common, uh, um, I guess, reaction that people can start to say, oh, my gosh, th this is me? You know, because Kelly and I have talked about this before. It's not seeing the, you know, the pediatric trauma. It's not seeing the murder scene. It's not seeing the, you know, it's the day that your computer doesn't connect to the Internet that pushes you over the edge. It's the day your partner, uh, you know, you get in an ambulance that has a, a quarter tank of gas that puts you over the edge. And that's why we really don't understand you know, we tell people, what are you getting so upset about? That's no big deal. But that's not really what's making them upset. So are there triggers that people can kind of put their finger on to say, oh, my gosh, this is me. And maybe I need to get some help. Yeah, I mean, that's a great example, Chris. It's the little stuff that ends up causing a lot of problems. And again, at home, you know, you'll, you'll see this, too. But that's because at work, I mean, you're just you're doing the job. You know, you're on. And actually that those stress responses that, that are triggered while you're working are great. You know, you need those in, in those moments. It's when you don't need those and they're still firing, like when uh, the computer won't work or the, the ambulance has low on gas. You know, that's when it shows up. You know, in the moment when you're on a call, it, it's great. You need, you need that stuff. You know, it's good for you. Uh, it's when you don't need it and it's still going. That's when the problem problems come in. And I think... You know, the other thing that we do a lot is, is and the, the advantage, I think, to coming out to Vermont and, and why we do get a lot of people from across the country is it is an opportunity to kind of jump off that treadmill from for a little while and, and stop and take a look at yourself and, and notice, you know, what, what's going on. Because when it, you're just on that treadmill all day long and it's, it's, it's nonstop, you can barely even recognize it. You know, you need to get off it for a little while to to really be able to stop and, and say yeah this is i'm i'm fried you know i think in the beginning donnie and for the sake of time unfortunately we need to think about wrapping up but but i do want to give you one more opportunity to to kind of talk to the people that are out there now you, you know kelly and i are trying to be advocates and we're trying to open the doors and we're trying to bring awareness and and your job with brattleboro is outreach your job is to is to get out there with the ems folks with the fire folks with the police folks and say hey we're here if you need us so maybe you can go ahead and, uh, uh, you know, talk about from your standpoint, um, you know, I know you mentioned it earlier, but if they need to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do that? And uh, who do they talk to or, you know, what's the process next for those people who need it? Sure. I would say the first thing to do, you know, for, so people can feel comfortable is go on the website, you know, just go to BrattleboroRetreat.org, go to the Uniformed Services Program and take a look. You know, and, and see what they think. If it's if it's going to be right for them, it's always good. All help is good help. So you can look around and compare um, other places as well. I think that's smart. Talk to people. 
about it. Share the information on our website with uh, loved ones, family members, and, and just start the conversation. But if someone's interested and, and they want to talk to us, they can just go ahead and call the Brattleboro Retreat's um, main number, 1-800-RETREAT is the number. So, so that should be pretty easy to remember. Um, and then starting there would be a good place. And if they have questions, you know, just call. You know, call and ask to talk to one of the staff members, uh, myself, at the Uniform Service Program, and we can answer any questions they have. I, I think the other thing for people to think about is, you know, this isn't just like a nice thing to have for people that, des- you know, really need it or, or the, you know, the, the crisis has already happened and it's kind of after the fact. I think that uh, people need to be aware earlier, start to pay attention earlier to what's going on and, and make the phone call so that it, it, things aren't falling apart completely before they get to treatment. And to remember that this is, you know, people are fighting biology. You know, there's nothing to be um, ashamed of here. You know, this is, you know, you mentioned all the statistics with suicides among first responders and veterans. And, I mean, these are real numbers. This is not, this is a, this is a healthcare epidemic among first responders. And people need to take care of themselves as soon as possible.